0: You are listening to the Majestic Minds Podcast. a part of 88 music he has an upcoming single come around january good friends with pepe freeman respect to pepe freeman and he is gonna be what is it? um you're donating to save the children and that's right yeah awesome it's uh it's
1: basically just yeah it's it's that starting
0: out right now that's cool that's cool ladies and gentlemen ali levinov is that how you say your last name
1: (laughs) That was close. That was close, man. I go by Ali Ivanov, but, you know, it's, it's cool. It's, I know it's kind of tough to pronounce. It's also kind of a new name. I'm, I'm down to get into it a little bit, kind of how the name uh, originated, because it's not really, in all honestly, it's not the name that I was born with, but it's more of a kind of a stage name that's becoming more of like a, I don't know, I'm getting more attached to it and everything. And it's been part of this journey that I'm starting now with uh, this foundation I'm starting as well. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's all really fun, all new stuff to me.
0: Yeah, that's usually how most people start. Like my name is Morgan. It's actually my last name and what most of my peers, instructors, and teachers and friends call me. But like it serves as like a name to my heritage among the music business, Morgan Heritage, and then just being a Morgan in the music family. But enough about me, let's hear about what's cracking with your music. How did you get into music and how did you become a part of 88 Music Official?
1: Yeah, so the music, the music, I've always been into music, you know, I've always been a fan uh of you know all types of music growing up, and then I think I really discovered hip hop and stuff, and like R and B and jazz music and old, you know, old school hip hop. I was always into that too, um, and like Nas and Jay Z, and then later on like Eminem. And I found out about the white rappers and stuff, and I was like, oh, I'm white, I guess I could rap too. No, I'm just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, but I, I was like, you know what? There's there were people definitely gave me inspiration to just try it, and um, it came around the same time in high school I was studying poetry. In school. It's just like, a, you know, one of those English classes. You do like a, a small little like subject on it and you move on um, from poetry. But I really liked it. And I liked the fact that you can write in so many different ways with different rhyme schemes. You can even write poetry that doesn't rhyme. But it's, as long as it's like painting a picture, sending a message or something like that, you know, it's doing its job. And so I just fell in love with that. And so I started to, you know, write my own lyrics and stuff. And then I would want to put them over like instrumentals. So I'd look on YouTube, you know, for instrumentals. And then find uh, basically the background, music, like the back tracks to popular songs I knew, and just kind of do remixes of my own. And then I started to find out kind of how to record and stuff through my laptop. I just have like a a MacBook for for college stuff, and then I found out I have GarageBand on it started working with that. And it's just been a snowball, honestly. Uh, Just like I started off really, it was all really cringy music. You can still say some of the stuff that I made today. is like, you know, not exactly radio playable, but uh, I'm trying to get to that moment. I'm trying to just kind of work on my craft. And yeah, it's been really fun. It's been a lot of growth in the process, and I've made a lot of friends doing it. And a lot of people inspired Me along the way, too, and I'd like to say that I inspired some of my friends to kind of just work out creatively. And that's what it really comes down to. I'm just having a lot of fun creating and making these songs and stuff and for people to enjoy. And a lot of it I try to make, you know, just uplifting, motivational, kind of speak on what I go through in life. You know, I don't have like the hardest life out there or anything, but I feel like, you know, all of us go through our own things and it's good to talk about it. And uh, so, yeah, so that's just all leading up to, yeah, I do have a single coming out on uh, January 1st. It's going to be called Cuisine. And then I have a few uh ep's already out you know an album of uh soundtracks uh tracks that i made from garage band that are just instrumentals uh, and that's kind of what i started with it was before i was i had to build up the courage to make uh, to release my songs with mute with words and everything with lyrics so that's kind of yeah the background of how i got started in music
0: that's great man that's great usually um funny enough i made my start on music maker then band lab and I started going to other areas, but primarily I still use BandLab today because it's so versatile. Like I made some of my best songs there. Um, Believe it or not, Majestic Minds formed on BandLab in June of 2020, and that's where we made our start. So with having you making instrumentals, meeting great people, how did you get involved with the 88 Music Brand, meeting Pepe Freeman and all that? Oh yeah, so that happened
1: really recently Um, I was only releasing music on SoundCloud for a while Before I made a DistroKid And um, through DistroKid it kind of helps you publish music everywhere And so um, my friend had told me about DistroKid I just didn't really know which direction I wanted to go with the music And then I kind of took some time to figure that out And then started releasing everything kind of more I want to say professionally But it's not like it's not professional again Um, It's just kind of the best I do with like the resources I have right now Um, And then I just got really lucky by uh, Pepe Freeman reaching out. Uh, He, I've had a couple people, you know, just say just saying hey listen to some of your tracks you got great potential and stuff would be like some radio hosts and uh, just smaller people that follow music and have like music pages and I thought he was um, you know somebody like that I didn't really check at first uh, to see if he made music and then I saw uh, I went to his link tree and then I just heard some of his songs I was like this is cool um, he was based out of Arizona too um, and I think I ended up getting in touch with him uh, I followed him because he was following uh, Valley Club Records and I when I first made in my Instagram. I was following a lot of people from that account because it's a studio it's a studio recording place in pretty church in Scottsdale. Um, and that's pretty close to where I'm, where, I, where my home is. So I think we got connected that way. And then he was just saying, hey, I like music and everything. And then we got in talks about, uh, you know, working together. Because he said he has this collective of artists um, with 88 Music. And so it kind of just worked something out. And now, you know, I told him about this foundation. I'm starting this nonprofit. And he really liked that idea. And so now I'm collabing with them with 88 Music for, uh, they're collabing with the $1 Foundation. So and that's my foundation it's still uh you know in the development stages but i think it's good i think it's um a good thing that's happening there
0: yeah, that sounds really really awesome um how did i meet him I-, I met him when fuck it wasn't that it wasn't that long ago i think i met him when i had that interview with jay badge no 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 damn damn we'll talk about it later my memory's like super busty right now i gotta get some sleep yeah that's cool but um being part of the 88 music brand what do you guys look forward to doing do you guys look forward to like what 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 is your purpose in the 88 brand are you trying to like make more artists to work with are you trying to bring awareness are you a non-profit organization how has the 88 music brand been with you or is that too early to ask um it's not too early to
1: ask because i think uh they kind of have those details at least like planned out partially I don't know how fully they have it planned out um, for like for close details on like specific projects that are coming up, um, I always refer to, to Pepe. He's always um, up to date on stuff and updating me. And he's really kind of uh, him and I think a couple of his friends uh, are running the, the label, so they they really have all the answers. And uh, I'm I'm in like an unofficial uh, partnership with them, so I'm not really signed to any contracts or anything, but we're just collabing. And uh, I'm home right now. I hoped I could get into this last studio session they did, but um, I had my dad's birthday so i was i was busy but then they did a 12-hour session where they had a bunch of the artists come in you know just at their own time uh, and then they had 12 hours to just make hits and make good songs and stuff and then there was also this uh uh, empowerment speaker uh, he's like a positive uh, what is it you know uh, motivational speaker and he's about my age I went to high school with him his name is uh, James he goes by Juju now uh, I think it's coach Juju beans on Instagram but he has really great uh you know motivational and positive words and I was able to get them in contact and he stopped by the studio and gave a nice speech about uh, positive emotions motivation is great i think they're gonna make that kind of like an intro kind of uh you know a good part of what they're doing too and so you know i think as a whole our idea is to just go for positivity and growth uh, like as individuals as well as a collective and hopefully we'll be making a project soon that's uh, a compilation of all the artists so that anybody who comes across us can get a taste of all the different talents that we have because there's a lot um i don't know exactly how many artists are signed but i'm pretty sure it's somewhere between 15 and 25. Uh, so we have a good amount of, and they're all, the, the really interesting part about it um, that really grabbed my attention too, was that, that we have artists of all different genres. You know, it's not just rap, it's not just trap or drill music, or and it's not just singing. We have a mix of everything. Uh, and so there's, with that much talent there that's concentrated like that, we really need to sit down together and I think meet more together and just uh, think of some cohesive ideas. We can do like some projects we can do all together that, you know, complements our strengths.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I can attest to that and say that, yes, a lot of people, you are aware of the upcoming album because he asked yeah. me and my group personally to have a track and we're going to be featured on the album um i really don't know oh, if, no way no yeah it's it's so exciting um we're on this track called misfits and the beat is straight fucking fire now i don't know if it's copyrighted but it, it, it's probably not so i can't share it in this episode but um oh, for anyone yeah, I, I, listening i did see
1: Maje- I did see misfits as the uh, uh under the list of songs because he think he uh he posted his instagram right called- yes
0: yeah, um, he has yeah. a whole list on his Instagram of the artist who was featured with him, and I think you could see our names there. Sorry, did, did I interrupt or anything? No, you're good um yeah um he had this whole list of artists that were featured and this misfit song is just it's fucking fire. it's i can't wait for that song to come out i know my boys are gonna cook that shit up real fucking good and it's gonna be awesome um i believe it's come out in january or at the very least um early spring look forward to that but um so yeah as far as the album i'm pretty sure uh i think they're still
1: deciding whether to release it on the first of january or february 1st i'm hoping they 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 just drop it on january whatever they got because it's just really exciting
0: you know yeah definitely definitely um i'm not sure how fast they work but i just hope um everyone involved can be the best that they can be and just offer whatever really really Sp- speaks about um their styling and i just hope it really turns out great well it's pepe freeman i know it's going to turn out right so about you being with the 88 music brand and then helping with other artists how do you feel about um being the face of your music and well, well, well let's start small let's start small um with majestic minds we're basically about consciousness healing spirituality being independent and just Basically relieving your war, the relieving yourself of um, basically the bullshit propaganda and just all bad things in this planet, and just being self-reliant. Now, when it comes to your music, and you mentioned about saving the children, and you're basically donating to local communities and trying to help people more what um are you using the music as like a way to basically levitate yourself to that position or music is another way you want to um communicate and help people with
1: wow that's a great question um wow that's really good so i think yeah, um, it's like a 50-50 for me, um, because let's say when I started music, it wasn't to, you know, promote any, uh, like, philanthropy, per se, it was more like, it, I'll be honest, when I first started music, I had a whole different uh, approach to it, and I was thinking, oh, I want to be famous, I want to, you know, go viral or something with a song, so I had a completely different approach to how I wrote lyrics and wrote songs, and it was, honestly, it was less full of substance, you know, it was um, it was just more crass and just like um, immature for sure and so i think i've matured more as a songwriter and stuff and so just more having a direction and ideas and then writing those out so now it's um, i can write about uh, like the foundation and just what i'm doing and stuff i'm feel pretty confident in that and i have some music that is actually very related to it um, off the top of my head i just had another ep uh just released called unity and there's a song in there <clears throat> called turn it to a band and the whole idea was uh that song was based on when i first came up with the one dollar idea foundation or the one dollar foundation idea sorry and uh, i was thinking you know what's a way that we can donate um and reach big fundraising goals without having to you know give too much individually and it's like one dollar at a time i mean theoretically yeah we can get there we can turn a dollar into a bank a thousand dollars right so i kind of it was kind of based on that and there's a couple other songs too actually no problems uh, is another song from that same EP Unity and um, that addresses kind of just um, a more like idealistic view of what I want to do. I talk about wanting to kind of flip a neighborhood. that's run down and that you know it's like a hood that people want to leave but what if we could turn it around and make it somewhere where people want to stay instead and so yeah i can take those kind of things and translate it you know it translates into what i'm doing and then at the same time i have some songs that are just feel good songs and things i didn't make um to send any sort of like call to action message is more just like a, a song you put on survive to too um you know so i think i have like a, to answer a question kind of like a spread above
0: oh cool because like when you really manifest your (coughs) sorry (coughs) your message and how you really want to go about it you want to be really creative but in a way just like you mentioned call to action which reminds me we recently just released um because we because just like as you mentioned um sorry I'm, i'm trying to stay on track you mentioned that you have a project about unifying people right and coming together yeah, that's the most recent one, actually. Yeah, because like, we have a similar concept going on with our album that's supposed to be releasing next year. This year, we had a little multimedia series where basically we go to different parts of the world. Basically, Japan, um, Iran, um, the Savannah, um, UK and brazil we just basically cover the cultures share some artwork talk about their fiercest warriors but in a unified way because we really want to like have like a unified connection and just bring in fans from all over the world and it's been great so far and it's really going to pay off when this whole one love album drops next year but um for uh, sorry do you mind if passive
1: about that real quick? yeah go ahead that's really interesting um, uh, I was just wondering for like Majestic Minds, how big is your group? Is it like a collective as well? Do you have like a group that's going for it? Or?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's more of a collective. We do have at least four prominent members, me being the founder and then my three other friends. But it, it, it's more like we'll, we'll work with anybody in position, anyone in any lead roles or just let people like, because like, like we are a collective, but like we like to look, like have people have, Creative freedom, because that's all—that's all we're really about. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense.
1: That's really cool. Is that going to be the first album you guys put
0: out? Um, no, our first album, and this may be very contral. All, but our first album released in July fourth of twenty twenty, titled "Manchester Minds," but spelled in a um in a well, it was it was it was in the original way, but um later on we had to change the name for brand because another group had the same name and you know where that goes. But yeah, it was basically about um find your obli- um obligation and being able to really just live through life among basically the hardest of times or having your whole world shut down. Because the thing with the pandemic is that like it was a, a very very heavy perspective that i don't think a lot of people really ready for because during that time we weren't sure if it was really going to end um we weren't sure if anyone was really going to survive or like if things would be the same ever again because like you'd hear the new normal and all that other yeah. crap and I, I i remember finishing a project in school and just seeing people all my friends over social media freaking about how like life will never be the same they probably won't make it and i was like it doesn't really have to be that way because like sure it's a deadly virus but like if you stay healthy and take good care of yourself like chances are you may survive and i'm not like a psychologist or a health expert just like that's just that's usually the best way to fight off diseases and infections i was like i gotta do something about that shit called my boys made some music and yeah the first album was released
1: Oh, that's really cool. I think I had seen that. I so sorry, I probably should have checked out your page a bit more. Um I just listened to a few of like the popular tracks that you had and it was like I heard um the Harab Sarah, I think.
0: Harab Oshari, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I heard
0: that one. It was just an instrumental, I think, right? Um, it is for now. There's a version where I put in a vocal sample from uh, a Middle Eastern singer by the name of Andrea Crux. I can't wait for you to hear it. In fact, that's the version that's on YouTube right now. And I put a link in for Save the Children of the Middle East in Eurasia. So if anyone oh, ever nice. checks out the music video, please, please donate. We're gonna be sharing that link a lot more often. And we want to help the kids and the people in the area as much as possible.
1: For sure. That's really good. I didn't realize you guys had a uh, YouTube
0: as well. I'm gonna go follow that. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cool. Cause like, we're not very big, we don't have a lot of money, but like, taking steps to the right direction can make big changes, and we really want to be a part of that. Just like how you mentioned you wanted to do something for Save the Children. Also, feel free to talk more about that. I've, I've said too much about this group already. This this is your episode, man.
1: No, it's cool. It's cool. I was asking about it. I'm, I was interested. Um, But yeah, I am excited to talk about that. It's kind of the biggest development we've had so far. Um, as far as, well, I say we, it's, it's kind of just me. Um, I have just a couple of my friends that just support me enough to want to, you know, help me with it, you know, give advice or, you know, tips or something. They feel like they could be helpful, and they usually are. Um, but I was talking to my sister yesterday about what I could do to get started and make, like, an impact, a real impact. And so it, it, just like you were saying, too, with your collective, it's like we're small right now. I don't have a lot of operating, you know, revenue or any money to start with. But, you know, that can change over time. And um, I think all I have to do is put in the work solo, and I think so – um i was having trouble deciding where to start and i think the best place to start is just at my home around my home and seeing how i can help out um and so my plan is to kind of just go around to homeless shelters and stuff and uh and then maybe uh, because there's not too much of a homeless problem here in phoenix there it's a little bit but um where i'm going to school is in spokane washington and if you don't know they have a a pretty sizable homeless population, and so you, you'll find people on the street more. So that was part of the reason I wanted to help too. Is just like I saw people in need, and I thought, who else is in need, and what's the most vulnerable population? And to me, I think it's um I think it's just underprivileged children. And part of what I want to work towards is um, helping with uh, just families that are. You know, struggling with poverty in the U.S. Um, I think I want to start in the U.S. for sure, and more specifically, um, kind of in my hometown and around my area, and just do small uh, projects. The first of which, uh, when I go back up to Spokane at this winter break, uh, it's going to be in about a week and a half. Uh, I've been uh, saving dollar donation just by going up to people asking if they want to donate, if they have a dollar in cash to donate to charity. Sometimes they ask what it's for, but, you know, half the time they didn't, and they just, you know, felt in a good enough mood, I guess, so they're ready to donate to a charity Um, and I think it helps just to ask for $1 at a time. I'm not, I'm really not asking for much and I'm not asking really for anyone to give a dollar multiple times, but that will be an option. Uh, I have like kind of subscriptions uh, that are in the works on just to make it easier and make it more automated because. Basically, it goes $1 at a time does um, help a lot, but it helps even more if it's a repeated donation. Uh, that way, it just grows exponentially what we raise, and it's all going to one thing right now. I wanted to make sure that was very um, intended, We're just we have Save the Children. I could have maybe 50 nonprofits that I'm helping sponsor, but... Um, part of it right now too is I'm getting permission. I email the representative from the marketing team at Save the Children. So as soon as I get the go-ahead from them, which I'm praying for, everybody please pray for me. I get that go-ahead from them because all I need is them to say to allow that, and then I can just give all the proceeds to them uh, and hopefully work something out there. But basically, it's starting with small projects like buying a homeless man an outfit, taking him to go shopping at the mall, in H&M. You know, have him just walk in there, hand him some money to to buy himself something nice, and you know, just make 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 his day any way we can and and so starting with that and then hopefully just growing bigger and bigger just a snowball effect just like the music has gone for me you know just we're growing every day
0: dude that sounds fucking awesome um i honestly wish i could relate i honestly wish i could relate because like i'm not homeless but like I'm, i'm not living in a mansion i'll tell you that but like it doesn't really hurt to just really help people especially when like the employment um the data regarding employment has been like skyrocketing like crazy and the pricing on the housing market is just it's ridiculous um shit i don't have to study and i don't want anyone to take this with um as a reliable source so please take this with a grain of salt but it's been speculated that basically a majority of gen Z and i think even millennials won't really be able to purchase their own home by the time they're 30 so with that in your mind just like yeah, yeah and just like the, the rate of homeless people have also been skyrocketing. sorry um skyrocketing with men being the most in what's it i i think men by far like 93 percent are like most homeless and you hear about um basically homeless people in the streets of california and then how they're making like anti-homeless or just basically structures that prevent people from laying there and it's just so fucked up like i don't take it lightly when i say the industrial or the technological version of the industrial revolution has its consequences and we're seeing a lot of that lately like when you look at basically um the work conditions in china and like how people are literally overworked to death like my god and the labor there is incredibly cheap so just trying to really help these people out and just bring awareness to the situation really can because like sure you're not really in the field you're not getting your hands dirty but just like taking the time to make people aware of it and doing help or just help even donating as you said can really do a lot for people man it's just, just we gotta do better we gotta do better
1: Exactly. I, I agree with all that, too. If there's harsh conditions kind of everywhere in the world, like even places in America, like in Hollywood, like somewhere you think it's only success and, you know, rainbows and sprinkles. And, you know, it's not always that way. There's things that are going on behind the scenes. There's just all there's more than 99 problems that we had to account for just worldwide. And I just feel like I'm ready to tackle this one issue kind of. And also, if I can help at all put a dent in the homeless Situation um, in the US. And I feel like that's enough for now. I feel like that's as much as I can do. Um, I think a lot of the problem, too, a lot of the planning um, was sped up by me kind of taking, you know, letting go of certain directions I was holding on to. I was being pulled in all these different directions, trying to decide where to put my efforts and my time and doing something charitable. But then it's like you're looking at 150 different causes, and it's like these are all important, you know? I want to help all of these out, but what's the one? I need to pick one, and I narrowed it down uh, to say the children. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I was just kind of... Just trying to think if i forgot to add anything i kind of touched on everything and then just like if you're curious about anything i'm uh i'm always ready to answer questions
0: um i think i was adding on to it because um we're trying to do things locally and just more outwardly but at the same time we don't have a very high budget very small so we're just bringing awareness any way we can we're trying to unify people and just like more controversial topics in our one love album next year which by the way it has a total of 17 artists are at least confirmed right now so it's gonna be fucking huge and i'm gonna lose even wow. more money but i'm excited for it
1: yeah it's a it's a give and take for sure right there um sometimes it's so worth it you don't always know so it's a risk too but yeah exciting
0: yeah definitely definitely um but in the meantime Because, like, the thing about being an artist nowadays is that there's just so much... Because, like, when you look at mainstream artists today and then artists back then, even if it was extremely narcissistic, vain, or just incredibly shallow, being an artist, especially going about, like, what the purpose of it was... Like, you could just be an entertainer, but an entertainer with a message. You know what I mean? Like, how you could listen to, like, rock, metal, and then 90s hip-hop, and then 90s R&B, or, like, trying to convey a message or some sort of value. It's like, there's, like, pride, but not just pride. It's like, people are actually trying to teach you something. And Then nowadays, what what, what does music even teach you? same narcissistic bullshit, taking drugs, cheating on your significant other, making money, getting jewelry, getting house, And I'm just so sick of it. Just so sick of it.
1: Yeah, I think it's a big conversation that needs to be like it needs to be talked about more how the culture is being designed to be that way and kind of. There's a lot of talented artists who come into a label and they start out with a completely different, at least this is my understanding of it, on what's happening on like stories I've heard and interviews I've watched on people who seem to know kind of the insides and outs of like the music business it is... They'll have all these ideas and creative stuff. And this is part of my fear. It's kind of like, you know, I don't really consider myself good enough, at least yet, to be, you know, working for a, a major label or anything like that. But um, let's say I didn't have the potential and, like, the talent and everything, I would be worried um, that my creative direction and everything and just, like, things being of my design is going to be taken out of my control uh, just because I'm being paid enough, i kind of being paid off to just, you know, I have, like, a certain voice that they want for a rap song so they write me a song already and stuff and i just been forced to do it because i signed into this contract you know Uh, i think more mainstream artists that we are in the conversation today like i want to say when rich the kid was on his label and stuff i think he was being done wrong for sure and just like i think that part of the And when we see artists that have a lot of potential and then we see them spawn to the mainstream sort of thing, like I feel like DaBaby was kind of a good example of this. I feel like he was a breakout artist, sounded different from everyone in the new generation, and kind of brought like this old, you know, like hardcore you know, rap to the scene where it's like, it reminded me of 50 Cent almost kind of thing. And then Pop Smoke too. But it's like, um, and then I kind of started seeing him, his like latest uh, album and stuff. I just see their personal lives also get a lot in the way with the music if they're not doing things right and if they don't really have things in order. So there's like a lot of factors that I think are leading into that. Um, this music sounding, you know, with the same message and everything. And it's just because it's, it's the money makers, I guess. I don't know what it
0: is. You know, I wish I knew. I say a lot of well, it's not really a dark secret, but there's a dark business behind it. Is that like basically it's whole a major business scheme to basically monetize with whatever the art. Because the thing about labels is like their whole point is to basically utilize the talent of the artist to basically say like. Um, make money off their music, promote an agenda, sell concert tickets, whatever the scheme may be, the whole point is basically to utilize your talent to make money and just make money for the label. You know, there's like a whole team of promoters, the people who make the beats, the people who shoot the music videos, etc. It's a, it's a very big music business that I highly suggest, especially if you're an independent artist in 2022, do not sign to any of them because once you do, you lose control of not only your work, but your life over your music. And they're getting desperate. They're getting desperate. I should know. I've had... These huge, huge labels and even a big artist—I'm not going to say whose name it is because I already mentioned them, and I don't want to taint their name of their out of respect—but they are getting desperate lately. And all I can see is, is just keep doing you and just keep control of your music and just what you're about. Even if you hit big one day, do not lose sight of where you came from and what your message is about. And that's what Majestic Minds is trying to hold on, man. We will hold on to that for as long as we can we won't help people we don't want to promote basically gang violence getting hoes and just getting things that no because it's it's just vain materialistic bullshit it won't matter when like you leave the planet one day or just when you're going through a tough time or just when you have nothing because all it is is just materialistic bullshit that's all it really is
1: it is it's it's exactly that it's the material stuff that makes it keep working because once you sign to a major label and you're offered all this money you know you'll want to spend that money right away and you will want to you know put in expenses and get iced out with everything all of the jewelry and they'll have the record labels as far as i know they'll help you kind of fit into whatever lifestyle that you saw for yourself uh, and then i think that just really is reflecting in the music you just are hearing what they see and what they're living because like they're not really able to do too much outside of that once they're in that lifestyle like little baby i think about little baby i'm like what does this man do besides just rap in the studio and then just kind of like buy jewelry and cars and stuff and it's like I, he must not have that much time you know to be like Chasing after, I don't know what he might want to do in life, but maybe there's something he wants to accomplish that's non-related to music. And who knows if he'll ever have time to do that until you know, like he retires, because this is just his life now.
0: It's kind of crazy. It really is. Uh, also, mad respect to little baby. I really respect his drawing and how mm-hmm. and how he really emphasizes hard work and come out the hood with his music. Whoa is like my favorite song from him ever. That's like my theme song. And just like the um. What is it, the orchestration of just the piano? Just like, it's such a heavy song. Have you heard that song? Uh, No, I don't think it's just called Whoa. Yeah, just Whoa. It released in... Um, November of 2019 on my birthday, which is so like it's like I was made. It was like the song was made for me in, in a way. Oh, nice! For such yeah. a powerful song, and that's exactly what I want to do with music. I really, really want music to just not only to just emphasize really your feeling and your ambition, but to just really carry you, and just move forward. And music just hardly does that nowadays. And it's like when you look at these artists, they're like. There's so many actors, man. And then when they really try to be about that shit, and then people call them out on it, they fold real quick because they're so scared to just lose what they have. It's really sad. Because, like, you really really gotta be about the things that you really say. And, like, while we don't really say... Talk about gun violence in my music or my group's music, we really are about reaching your ambitions and manifesting it into reality. I know I am about that shit. My group is about that shit. I don't miss a day where, like, I find ways to just promote my music, find new ways to create content because you really have to be on the uh-huh. grind to make, make that manifestation a reality. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, one of the biggest challenges that personally I've been working with is um I think I have the lyrical content. Um, kind of up to par with my expectations now, and I'm still working on that. I'm trying to write as often as I can, but also not burn myself out. Um, but the biggest thing I'm trying to achieve is, and this will help a lot when I get into a real studio. I've, I've actually never been in a real studio and recorded, I've only kind of worked out of my room with just like my laptop and a mic. Um, but to be able to make a song that makes you really feel something, uh, like I want to just capture that in, in a lot of different ways, like, and capture a lot of different emotions and I'm thinking actually of doing a project. There's a little spoiler to it here. You are hearing it first. But uh, I want to do uh, an album that's based off like just human emotions and just like, titling the songs after, you know, emotions that we feel and then just making songs that go with each one that just like perfectly fits to it and anybody can relate to. That's kind of like the next big step. It's a it's a challenge though.
0: It usually is because like um whatever it be like writing albums or a single and there's like a certain idea you want to share with people a message or like hell even an agenda but I have no means to create an agenda this is just an example Um, you really have to be very insightful about your creative process and where you take inspiration from like mainly when we make music or when I make a song for the group or even myself I just look at um, basically a certain message I want to convey take inspiration from it and just create in a similar tone, not exactly the same, but in a similar tone, because like you, you gotta be careful where you get your blueprint from, you know, and uh-huh. just um be really creative about how you go about it. Like when I made Harab al-Shara, which is Arabic, and it translates to basically desert war. It's basically about um war among the Middle East that's basically fought for to preserve peace, you know, as uh-huh. way as like. To basically um have the U.S. and the Middle East basically trading partners, or I would just say like basically it was the U- U.S.'s way of trying to preserve east the middle east which was stated but obviously that wasn't the case because like there's been numerous numerous amounts of bombings hundreds of people killed and then there's the occupation uh, or not occupation the conflict of Syria. i mean israel in palestine in the u.s has done little to just help palestine while israel gets donated like what 400 million dollars every year and And I've also been reading articles about, like, one of the first things U.S. soldiers have done while arriving in that region is literally destroy artifacts or ancient artifacts that, like, they back learned to, like, the early... Times of their history there. I'll make sure so no one calls me out on it to provide sources of those articles in the description of this episode because I'm not making this shit up. That really happened, and I wanted to bring awareness within the um music video that I made, which you saw on YouTube on the Majestic Minds channel. That basically war shouldn't be used as a means to preserve peace. War should be used as a react action... To basically yeah. fend off like oppression or just conflict, I prefer war in general to just never be used. Or better things should just fend off oppression, your attackers, and just ever wait. It should be a last resort. And uh-huh. now, of harabo Shara and to help out and bring awareness. Um, I provided as I mentioned before. Um, donate to the children of the Middle East and Eurasia with save the children. um dot com. And I believe you, Ali, you mentioned that you. Raising the fundraiser for Shake the Children as well in your music. Where can that be found? Is that in your link tree? Is that in your bio? i'll be happy
1: to i just want to say real quick uh, too um that's good um anybody who's a fan of me if you listen to me and you're hearing majestic minds and morgan for the first time make sure that you go to that video um, of that uh, that arabic song name. Uh, I, I don't want to mess up the name
0: but uh, Robert Shaw,
1: right? yeah let support that um save the children link down below because that's really important that's kind of part of the whole purpose of it as i understand it right mm-hmm And then, yeah, also, I mean, anybody's interested, I know we're just telling you to donate to stuff here, but I have a fundraiser. There's only a few days left on it. It's been up for about a month on my my Instagram, and it's a $100 donation uh, goal to get to for Save the Children. And there's only been $5 donated, and those were my $5, but it's not a big deal. Just if anybody wants to help me get any closer to that, that would be huge. No pressure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah they they could definitely and definitely and even if you don't feel like donating there's other ways you can support um definitely try to bring awareness about the protests going on in iran that's a very very heavy subject um recently yes i, I covered yeah, this in I, uh, an instagram post um an artist by the name of Tumaj S- selly I, I probably didn't say the full name right but he was recently arrested for basically protesting the iranian government and it is unclear of what his fate will be but there's been talks where he may be prosecuted or basically defy trial and i don't know where his fate is currently i've not oh been update on the news but it's a very very sad godspeed to to shelley we sincerely hope whatever fate his destiny may be it's just not below the ground just hopefully hopefully
1: yeah, I hope. Um, yeah, make sure if you want to text me that his name after I'll, I'm going to follow up on that story. That's interesting. All I know um, so far about Iran is the, the women's rights that they're protesting for. I know that's a big part of what's going on and kind of just there's like a stronghold on the government because it's ran by uh, extremists. I think Muslim extremists, but I could be wrong. Um, Yeah, does
0: that sound right? No, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, I heard even some of the protesters themselves were prosecuted in the streets. They, They really don't play when it comes to enforcing law there on that other side. They're very, very, yeah, very serious. I, I just, it's
1: really tough, like, situations like that when the governments get corrupted. We should have, like, as a world, as, like, the United Nations or something, they should have some sort of fail-safe to keep governments in check. Almost like, you know how regular businesses all around us get audited, you know, mm-hmm. like, every six months to make sure everything's running right? Like, right why don't right. they have audits for the governments, you know, you, or something you, you, like that? You
0: want to hear something really funny? You hear something yeah. really, really just fucking unbelievable, but it's been sitting right in her face. It is literally, shit, I probably have to look it up right now, but it is legally within, well, at least your constitutional right to basically literally in the constitution i'll look it up right now i'm not kidding to basically overthrow the government if it becomes too tyrannical L- literally literally
1: oh, okay well that could oh, Shit. overthrowing a government in 2022 would be oh, i scared for whoever has to overthrow a government but it's definitely not going to be peaceful if that happens and okay,
0: let me see let me see where is it? Where is it? Um, okay, um it says, What does the Constitution say about overthrowing government? That's to secure these rights. Governments are instituted among men, delivering their powers from the consent of the government. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government. Language Salvation. So. <laughs> And that was, Wait, so, on, okay. that was just a quick search on that's just a quick search on google i gotta find like the whole what was the what
1: was the condition again like if the government becomes
0: what then you gotta okay record. so it says that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends now now quick disclaimer this quick disclaimer i'm not right i'm not alerting or i'm not in instructing anyone to basically go and do what happened on January 6th last year please do not by any means uh, yeah, that's, yeah please do. don't, don't 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 do that don't do that don't please do not by any means go after means to basically disrupt property disrupt people or just cause any misconduct or any sort of violence we're just simply stating information that is already available for everyone to basically access and verify for themselves but we are not by Uh, any ways instructing people just please don't do that just whatever happened on january 6th don't do it just don't we're just we're just telling you things
1: yeah i also think um yeah, spreading awareness is huge. I think it's uh, underrated for sure. I think more people, everybody should know about these issues. You know, um, I just found out about the Iran situation and maybe a couple months ago, but, you know, it's been going on for well over a year. And then, you know, Iran's always, I mean, had issues for a while too, but different issues. And just like certain things, you... And I another thing, like in China, I'm pretty sure, it's, um, they're called Xinyang uh, camps. It starts with an X, but it's like Zinyang, um internment camps, and they're basically rounding up all the muslims who live in china and they're oh, trying yeah. to convert them from from uh, from islam to whatever uh, either no religion or whatever religion they, they follow but uh, i think that's super inhumane the ways of doing it are inhumane and there's almost nothing that can be done here unless we start with, you know, spreading awareness and then actually coming together and strategizing, you know, like plans of action for it. You know, at the same time, it's like Americans have a lot to deal with too in the States, and that's, for me, part of the reason why I'm keeping all my efforts um, here in the in the country, because at least to start, I do have plans to go international with it. It, it all depends how it goes to save the children. Like, if I can officially partner with them, um, they're already international, so that'll open up a lot of doors, but I told them that uh, I plan to just stay in the U.S. right now and help with one of their specific projects, which is poverty in the U.S. They actually have four main, you know, categories of causes that you can help out with. One is um, war and and conflict just everywhere in the world, um, helping children affected by that, helping children affected by climate crisis, as well as, um, I think it's starvation and hunger. And then the last one was poverty in the U.S. And I look at all those and say... They're of equal importance to me. They're all very important, should tend to, but uh, what's the one that I could probably have the most of a contribution to? And that's just kind of what I chose.
0: Yeah, um, an- another way we offer, sorry, we shouldn't overlook is mental health and basically having kids raised in a proper um, household. Because- Um, and, and, and it's, this is a very personal one, but also having your kids raised in a very, you know, safe and sound household, because like, not only is mental health really looked over but also mental health and abuse among families and that's a very very big one I want to cover about I really plan to sometime in the future bring more awareness to that and just like really try to help any institutions or programs that really help with that because like people have to remember it's just you're not raising just a top child or offspring or future generation you're basically looking after a part of well not just a part a member that will contribute to society nature um basically your country states the whole universe basically and like if it's if it's not done in the proper manner then like god knows what would happen to that child so please 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 look into those things the best you can and just as we're talking about in this episode bring awareness
1: you know that gives me a good idea too i think um i can also because this doesn't really take any time out of the other promotion i want to do but I could also find a hotline. Uh, It could just be, like, I could do, like, the non-emergency or emergency line, too. Just be, like, you know, because there's children. It's not only the children that, like, it's not, like, I only care for a certain amount. It's only the ones that are all, like, struggling and they need help. But it's, like, you know, our society is shaped by a lot of things, and I can include um You can be negatively shaped by, you know, like the abuse in your household too, and just like family troubles too. But that doesn't always make them fall into those categories where um, they'd be the children that Save the Children helps. So I would say, you know, just drop a hotline. Say if you have any, you know, trouble going on in your home and you need to talk to somebody about it. You don't feel safe in the home. Make sure you talk to somebody, and then just have like the number to a hotline or something there. Um, Because it's like more than that. I I really do care about mental health too. I want that to be part of what I do. I think that's going to be. more of uh something i talk about on my podcast um i didn't tell you yet but I, i'm gonna be starting a podcast hopefully soon hopefully in the next week or so i think i might do the first episode with my buddy um who's in town but i have like a webcam and i have a, a mic so hopefully i can get that set up and i'm gonna call it the priorities podcast and that's kind of just gonna be checking in hopefully every week or so and uh, just going over what our personal priorities are in life and then what uh, Hopefully opening up to a community of people who, you know, want to share some aspects of their life, either th- whether it's things they're struggling with, doing well with, and want to improve further on and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I just want it to be really community building thing and uh, strengthening mental health, uh, all staying motivated to do the things we want to do and making sure that we're well equipped to do that and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really awesome, dude. So many people are doing pod- podcasts nowadays. It's like it's one of the, well, I'll, I'll I'll be honest. I'm fairly new to this as well, but um, I say just when you feel ready, you got a good mic set up, some topics to share with people, a nice quiet place to record, or just anywhere to record. Just go for it. It's very fun, and I don't really tell anyone this, but in a way, it's very therapeutic. Like you really, really get to learn more about people and yourself and what's going on and you just really really take a good evaluation of basically your whole world while having someone involved with in like like I I don't I don't mean to make this sound crazy or anything. It's just you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. That's all true. i, I That's the all kind of the reason I want to do it. And the way I kind of thought about it is it's almost like, a, well, I have, I'm going to be making videos too, just separately, kind of like video journals, updating on just like my life because I'm starting some new stuff. Like, for example, I just started reading the Bible. I'm doing a whole read through. And I'm going to be doing like video essays on just summarizing what I learned and stuff like that um, and just keeping tabs. But all of it's really just to, to have like fruitful conversations and just have it somewhere where we can pull it up anytime and reflect. Like refer to it in case we said something that was very, you know, useful for the future, um, so we don't forget because part of it too is just I have a terrible memory, you know, just over time it's deteriorated Mm -hmm. very badly. Mm But um, but yeah, it's it's exciting. It really is. Um, I, I have noticed a lot of my friends say they want to do podcasts and they say they're interested. And you know, we'll see if it comes time to it if they're they want to talk. I have a lot of shy friends though. So I'm kind of usually the one that's like just go for it. But mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I'm really excited for it.
0: Yeah, man. It's just just even if they're shy, just try to like really you know like slowly get them into it and they open up they open up i have some friends who are like busy as hell and like always got shit to do but like they're more than happy to jump in some episodes and talk with some people because like we're in a group together but like they have school they have work and then blah 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 and then blah 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 but i'm very excited um one of our members um rain boris is when he has time i'll be talking with these high profile um spirituality content creators or just basically people who are very infused with spirituality and then i'm going to be talking some controversial topics such as the black hill, the red pill and then anti um i can't say it right now but you probably know what i'm getting Inter-sen- to yeah. yes yes yeah, it's, it's in the very heavy subject that i want to touch on lightly and correctly but it's going to be a very very heavy set of subjects next year but i can't wait so with the remaining time that we do have is there anything you want people to just know look 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 up any awareness you want to bring to the spotlight alley before we close this episode. I'm all ears.
1: Well, um, something for hopefully some new fans are, are listening. Uh, my Spotify is kind of what I go to but it's the streaming service that I use for all my music, so it's kind of what I check for where I'm, where my music is. Um, but I'm on all platforms, on Apple Music, all the ones that you might have. Um, and I've tried to make um, the the last few EPs, the first four are kind of all following the same theme, and I invite you to check it out and kind of see which direction I'm headed, and to just follow for. More updates and stuff because I have a lot more coming out. I'm always coming up with ideas and uh, yeah, I'm on YouTube as well. I Just made a a few videos on there, one to promote uh, the One Dollar Foundation and a couple other just silly ones. And then you know TikTok, I'm on Instagram and stuff like that. So just you know keep eyes open for me. I'm I'm still doing stuff, never stopping this. Uh, I feel like this is uh, my life journey now. So if you're ever curious and want to check up on me, I invite you to do that because I love to. I also love to communicate with people. So, if you have ideas, if you like anything you hear, you want to help out, give some suggestions, I'm fully open to that. I want to, you know, create a community of people who are like minded and kind of want the same things. So, I guess, yeah, that's it. That's kind of my plug. My, myself this is a shameless plug.
0: Yeah, no problem, man. It's your episode. You're a guest, and it's a pleasure to have your audience know more about you. Links to Ali's music, to Save the Children donations, and the topics are Articles that are mentioned in this episode will be provided in this description. Make sure you take out check out um this week's episode coming out this Friday. This is your this is Morgan. I'm your host for the Majestic Minds podcast. We have new episodes from Mondays to Fridays, sem- semi weekly, or just whenever I feel like uploading from 9:30 or 12 a.m. Everywhere else. This is Morgan, and this is our guest Ali. We will see you next time. Bye.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you, Morgan.